learned to be a man Growing up with a cane pole in his hand Like a fool to dream sitting down by the street But leads him to the corpus play Give him a shotgun to please his mind Give them quail a few reasons to fly Living in the city just ain't for me I want to go back to the country Take me to Texas I want to go down that open road Take me to Texas I want to see how far this country goes Take me to Texas I want to go down that open road Take me to Texas I want to see how far this country goes your coffee cup, put the dog on the porch, and turn up your radio. This is the Outdoor Zone with DJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. There's a place up ahead and I'm going, just as fast as my feet can fly. Come away, come away, you get going, leave the sinking ship behind. Come on. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. Yeah, it's just an old pin shack on the back of the ranch. But we call it home every Sunday morning, 7 to 9 live. 79 Central, by the way, here in the United States of America. And uh, it comes. It, it, my name is TJ Graney. That is Cody Ryan right there. Oh, yeah. And the bright. Beef steak. Yes, bri- brisket is my spirit animal. <laughs> You've had to change yours? I had to, man. You oh, rolled all over mine. You stole man. my intro, right. man. Meg Chad is the ranch hand that gets there early and makes sure everything, the gate gets open and the old potbelly stove gets fired up. And, uh, uh, man, he had put some screws in that screen door out there on the front and little bit I of couldn't oil. Re- I couldn't remember what the nickname was for Chad. What Chad's uh, what I what I was calling him. You were calling him Rad Chad, but I think Mick Rad Mick, Chad. Mick Rad Chad is now the Mick Rad the new Chad. Thing. Yep. Now that sounds like a value meal at McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have uh, the large Mick Rad Whoa, nay, 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 do not go right. there. Hey, this segment of the show <laughs> brought to you by our buddies at McBride's Guns. McBride's Guns, they're our hometown gun shop with society pounding on our rights to own guns. It's imperative we support our local gun shop. The one we trust with our constitutional rights is McBride's Guns. Austin family owned and operated. Uh, whether you're looking for a new firearm or a used firearm, maybe you have a whole bunch of firearms that you want to just trade in and then pick one out. Uh, their new, brand new, beautiful selection. Well, you can do that. You'll find McBride's in the same place they've been for years, corner 30th and Lamar. You can call them 472-3532 or online McBride'sGuns.com because McBride's Guns, well, they're our hometown gun shop. So, man, where are you at? I'm where road are you? weary, dude. Because I see, I see, see that elk in the back. That's yes. an Arizona elk, baby. And those are some of the largest man, elk, right? Oh man, man Rocky oh Mountain man. giants. So I'm you're at, in Arizona. Uh, I guess yeah, I'm at five thousand feet, baby. You know, a friend of mine uh, told me that their their normal shooting range is about four. Between four and six hundred yards when they're shooting those elk. Unless you're using a bow. <laughs> yeah, that is true. So, yep, uh, hanging out in the, in the lower. Wait, what did you just say? What what lie was that? How many yards? He said four to six hundred yards. Yep. Oh. That's what they're normal across the ravine to the other side of where they're scoping out those uh, those elk. So you're in Arizona. What are you doing in Arizona and why? Uh, just passing through. Just flew in, man. And my arm's tired. Uh, 
uh, no, I'm here training up, doing a spoken a group, training another KOZ group up here in the mountains. And uh, so we're getting a bunch of guys together to go get some boys that don't experience the outdoors, get them outside, get them together. Boys, a lot of them don't have dads, getting them together. And, uh, and uh, that's good. We were, I'll be, yeah, I'll be coming around the mountain when I come home today. Well, speak. I'll tell you what. Yeah, what? What you, you know? It's funny. Um, f- at five thousand feet, uh, it you better be drinking water. And uh, it's interesting but, how that altitude does that, right? Dehydration a little bit. We're in the middle of the. Uh, I can't t- remember the mountain range, but where we are is a. It's a small community up here in the mountains, and uh, so last night we were done with everything, and we just hopped in their rains razor and just went driving around up into the national forest. Ah, beautiful. Just took off into the national forest. It was bad out, man. I was near Mead, Oklahoma for the week. And, uh, that sounds almost as exciting. And I was, <laughs> I was just going to say that everyone around there was either driving their side by side or, uh, their lawnmower. <laughs> it's pretty much what they drive in Meade, Oklahoma. So it's almost like the same thing. Oh, yeah, man. yeah, I can see, I can see that lawnmower thing being big in Oklahoma. I was just well, if you lose your at, license, you know, you got to drive something somehow, right? Well, that's what I was going to say. I was just <laughs> impressed that uh, Keystone Mike, um, Keystone, because he drinks thirty pack of Keystones every day uh, on his. Uh, lawnmower i was just impressed that he had a zero turn i mean times they are a changing you can you know, carry zero more beer. turn versus yeah. the old you now know, that is regular old you can have you know. some fun after about 15 keystones on a zero <laughs> turn there that you didn't used to be able to have on that old craftsman well it's productivity level is much higher um you know higher no pun intended in oklahoma one family restaurant in Meade, Oklahoma, one restaurant, which was actually phenomenal. Like it was great home cooking. Um, they 11, say, the, you walk 11 in the weed stores. Well, one restaurant, 11 weed stores. That's why that restaurant does so well. That's so right. you walk in there and, and uh, the lady goes, Hey, hi, honey. How you doing? How your mom and them? No, but it, 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 it I mean, it was kind of, I guess. Yeah. Hey, I love it when I walk into those little stores in the country and they go, hi, honey. I had a lady, I had a, a little old lady at the little shop I was at the other day. I was buying, she said, what? no, it was a Dollar Tree. It was a Dollar Tree in a little town. And she said, uh, well, there you go, handsome. Come back and see me. Oh, that's what oh, it's all Lord. about. Yeah, oh, okay. Lord. Now we know. I forgot, I forgot a few things. Let me go back and look for some more stuff. <laughs> yeah, at back the dollar store. Handsome. Yeah, I got $5 burning a hole in my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> what is that song where they go to the garage sale? Uh, pulling tags. Pulling oh, tags. my gosh. Pulling tags. Cody Ryan, we were song, talking it? about you yesterday. Did oh, you Lord. hear us? Yeah, no, we did. I was in the middle of a tournament. I know, but that's what we were talking easy. about to you about. It was really breezy out, and I was saying, yeah, talking all about you, Cody, all about you. It was fishing for KOZ. Man. So we had camping, we had fishing, we had turtles, we had kayaking, we had deep-fried catfish, we had deep-fried hush puppies, we had deep-fried waffle fries. Oh, saw, we yes, saw somebody. SS beef. Oh, it was out. In one of the pictures. Oh, man, I pulled it out, Cody. I know you're you about ready to. pulled the boat out? Did you put it in the water? Maybe or maybe not. You'll have to uh, uh, find out in the next that's segment. That's a not. That's a not. Yeah, that's a no. Man. But, hey, you know, I was impressed that in the photo, it was uh, the tires were inflated <laughs> and the cover was on it. Yeah. It had the cover on it, which I. Yeah, if you're gonna have a boat and you're gonna store it for a little while, uh, having a cover on there, that's good. Just gotta make sure all the holes are, because sometimes raccoons can get up in there, man. You know, and they like it because it's got a cover on it. So uh, I just saw the text that we got from your father-in-law. Yes, or saying I owe him money for putting my bees in at the farm. 
Hey, where's my bees. honey? No, where's no my honey? honey? He just said those bees were not happy. Oh, yeah. Well, we put in the, you know. So what did what happened? We put in the Mexican killer bees. <laughs> yeah. That was our, I chose, you know, they're a little bit cheaper. And uh, <laughs> no, I, uh, so we're, we're putting in bees and we're going to start some, some bee, some uh, honey production and, and uh, started. So we, we have eight hives going in on our property and uh, we got a little spot set up for them. And so yesterday um, your father-in-law helped our, we have a mutual beekeeper. <laughs> she is a retired veteran and now she is helps people do bees and so she came out and helped set up everything. And so is that your excited. wildlife exemption sta uh, strategy? Is uh, bees, or what are you what are you doing with them? Uh, let's see. He said he got stung once. A bee went up his boot. <laughs> How do you go up your boot? boot? And where, where are you laying down? What are you doing? Oh God, that just makes me happy. This goes right into my happy place. Um. I don't know exactly what what you're supposed to do. Um, I'm just now learning, and I'm only on my second or third hour of YouTube videos. So you're gonna have to give me a little bit, and I'll tell you all about bees soon. You're almost a professional. I'm pretty much gonna be, yeah, pretty much gonna be, be certified there. after three videos. I think. Uh huh. That's how yeah. it goes. Well, it's it's something that we've been looking at, and we're super excited about it. So that's my that's my world. Cody, well, you need you need speaking, bees. No, I'm not doing bees. Uh, no, I'm not doing chickens. I'm not doing bees. Y'all got them. I don't need them. You need to do uh, a dog. I'm not doing dogs. Please get a dog for my granddaughter. No. She cries every night because she doesn't have a dog. No, <laughs> she doesn't. And if you start feeding that into her, then mm. we're going to have cool. to have some serious Hi, Sailor. Woof. Oh, <laughs> Sailor. You sweet little woof girl. Some of my greatest memories were growing up with a dog. Exactly. Yeah. I know. So do Sailor, so do Cody's. Uh, Gramps, Cody. Gramps has some um, issues. So. <laughs> woof. Well, Gramps has <laughs> issues, but Sun Auto does not. Everybody at some point needs to have their vehicle repaired. It can be hard to find your mechanic that you trust. We use our friends at Sun Auto Service. Sun Auto Service is a family-owned and operated auto repair and maintenance company since 1978. Each and every person at Sun Automotive works hard to demonstrate that they take pride in what they do, and we want to be the place you bring your vehicle anytime it needs scheduled maintenance or repairs. SunAutoService.com. Go see them live. Take your truck. Take your vehicle Take whatever you got over to 405 Slaughter Lane, 1300 Medical Parkway, Cedar Park and 1403 Rivery Boulevard in Georgetown and Lakeway at 1206 Ranch Road 620. Follow them on Facebook for great maintenance tips and specials every week at sunautoservice.com. Coming up next, we'll talk a little fishing. Plus, we got your all your favorite segments, news of the weird, game warden field notes, all that and more. And it's just the first hour of the number one outdoor radio show in Texas, right here. It's the Outdoor Zone, live at the bunkhouse, 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. This is MLS Pro Brent Chapman. You're listening to the best outdoor show on God's green earth, The Outdoor Zone with TJ, Cody Ryan, and Beef Steak. All right, welcome back, regulators. This is your deer shooting flatter gig and dove blasting, hog dogging, bass catching, mountain climbing, fly fishing, four wheeling, adrenaline junkie, outdoor zone radio show broadcast live from the bunkhouse. You can catch this live broadcast on your favorite podcast platforms. Come uh, say Monday or so and share it with all your friends, you regulators. The reason why we do this show, another reason why is so we can make sure you know 
that for the best Ram truck truck month savings now with special finance rate of 0% financing for 72 months on select 22 Rams, there's no sticker scams at the Nile Maxwell Supercenter. They got truckloads of 2022s showing up every day, and you can shop their entire lineup and of brand new, just off the import 2022 Rams, Jeeps, Chryslers, and Dodges with all the options at Nile Maxwell Supercenter. But the best way, to, best way to see the new inventory before they're gone is right there at 620 and 183 in Northwest Austin. You have Nile Maxwell's personal promise to beat any competitor's price in Central Texas. Just bring us the deal. And we'll beat it during Nile Maxwell's Ram Truck Month, 621 in Austin, or online anytime at NileMaxwellSuperCenter.com. So we're going to talk about ways that we can update and change this fishing segment to make it more interesting, um, possibly, or, or, or direction, maybe more focused rather than just my bass ramblings bass talk <laughs> ramblings for uh a few minutes but that hadn't happened yet so bass talk ramblings <laughs> it is well i'm just glad you survived the fork in the toaster this morning to get your well, pop tart out i don't recommend that but i did unplug it jeez uh yes <laughs> i don't believe that one did i did Okay. I unplugged it. All right. Absolutely. Always All right. unplug your toaster before you put a fork in it. Or, um, or take a bath. Oof. Or take a bath. Yes. With your toaster uh -huh. or with yeah. a well, fork. You know Beef's got a toaster next to the tub. Yeah. You gotta have a little snack. Toast. Man, come on. That hot tub. That's ridiculous. Okay. Okay, back to As, fishing. Man, oh man. So I was in, like I said, Meade, Oklahoma, Durant, Oklahoma, that whole vicinity, fishing the Lake Texoma Toyota Series uh, event the last week. Actually, I was doing a lot of sitting around, so I get there early, get a practice, uh, spend a few hours on the water. Um, the next morning, I get up, and I do the show. We do the show, right? I'm in Oklahoma last week doing the show with you guys. Uh, live from my little motel room at the time before I moved into the single wide trailer. <laughs> and, uh, and so I got off the show, we, we were done with the show and I go to, um, the lake, I put the boat in the water and I'm start fishing and tinkering around the lake. You know, it's a beautiful day. I mean, the sun is shining. It is absolutely beautiful outside. And, uh, I get to the back of this little area and I'm like, I'm almost hurling over the edge of the boat. I get dizzy. I'm like, something is not right. So I go back to the truck. I drive the boat all the way back to the truck. I just leave the boat on the bank, just pull it up on the bank and walk up to my truck, start my truck crank the AC and I'm laying there for like 30 minutes in my truck. And I'm like, I, uh, I don't, this isn't right. Something's not right. <laughs> so, um, I called my wife and I said, Hey, kind of told her what was going on to kind of get a, another opinion on what was going on. And, um, she said, well, if you still don't feel good tomorrow, why don't you go to one of those little clinics, you know, uh, ER doc in a box. Yeah. And, uh, I said, well, what if I don't wait till tomorrow? What if I just go right now? She was like, Oh, Oh, oh you really don't feel good. I said, no, I'm, I've, it's the most beautiful day in spring. I'm on a lake with, you know, big bass and I'm laying in my truck something's wrong. <laughs> like, I, I don't feel good. Yeah. So I go on my way there. So I put the boat back on the trailer, of course, have somebody, you know, that comes up and wants to talk about, 
fishing and all that, you know. And, Did you throw up on their shoes? Uh, no, but <laughs> I stayed back just in case. But uh, I load the truck up and go to the little med clinic. And uh, I have the flu on the way there first, though. I get run off the road and and uh, run off the road by a semi or not off the road, but into this concrete barrier and tear up a tire. And uh, yeah, it's just a total nightmare. So then I get to the med clinic. They run all these tests and I have the flu, which doesn't make any sense because I, you know, didn't have like the flu like symptoms, you know, that you would think coughing or congestion sneezing uh, oklahoma flu is what it is yeah yeah so i uh get prescribed that flu medicine that you know hopefully if you take it in time it'll knock the flu out in 24 hours or whatever and uh i go pick that up take that and uh felt pretty bad for the next 20 hours and then I guess the medicine kicked in and within 24 hours, I felt like I was done with the flu Wow! and, uh, which was great. I did not fish, you know, I didn't go back out to the water. So I'm missing practice. Um, you know, still weak, like your body just had the flu, but I wasn't sick. Like I didn't, (laughs) nothing hurt, you know, none of that stuff. So that was nice, man. Holy cow, it worked. I'd never taken medicine like that that actually did what it was supposed to. I guess to. that's one good reason to go early, right? Probably. Yeah. No. So I had ended up having two days of practice when I planned on having four, right? Um, and so I go and I, I get back on the lake after I start feeling better. And, man, I got energy now because I've just been laying there for, you know, <laughs> several days a couple days in oklahoma right yeah recharged I mean, right yep yeah totally recharged at this point and uh sample the whole lake in two days and get an idea for where i'm gonna fish and kind of getting a game plan together and how i'm gonna fish and we wake up to uh i draw boat number six so i have a nice you know i can go anywhere i want um because I've got an early boat draw. I get to go out, you know, first or six, but, uh, so I get to go out early and, and figure out where I want to go. And I get going and, um, first morning of the tournament, I get up walking out to my truck and I get a text that, uh, the tournament has been canceled for the day. Why do do high winds. Do they do that? And uh, yeah, they do now. <laughs> and you know, you're kind of like bummed, and you're like, "Golly," because we had planned on it being windy, so we'd kind of planned on, you know, where I planned on where I was going to go and what I was going to do and all that. Um, and so it's another full day of sitting there. Later on, they canceled day number two. And decide they're going to make it a one-day shootout on Saturday. So basically, I go to Oklahoma. I get to fish for two days. And at this point, I've sat there, whether I had the flu or the wind delays, for four days. So I fished for two and sat there for four. So it's like I'm going crazy, you know, at this point. Uh, we finally get to fish our one day yesterday, of course, then it's jammed in, you know, where it's like, I got to rush back and, you know, do the show. How many, and, how many guys were signed up for that tournament? How many, boats I don't know, 180 to 200, 180, something like that. Okay. So, uh, 200 and something, I don't know, 140 <clears throat> of them weighed in, but ended up 11th after a one day shootout yesterday. So. <sighs> Uh, Congratulations! Great finish yeah. to a to a crazy crazy week of sitting around Oklahoma. Literally, that's basically all I did, well, other I, than fishing one day. I just think that the glamorous life of the traveling. <laughs> 
professional bass angler. Yeah, you want to be a bass pro? This is what it looks like. It's yes. Awesome. So if there's little boys out there listening right now, or even little girls. Get a job. <laughs> no, it's about the school. adventure. It's the adventure, right? Come on. Man, yeah. you can do it. Well, I guess I guess you could say that, and that's what a lot of people, you know, turn it into. It's all about the story, all about the adventure. Oh, but for that, me, it's all about... That was a quote from me. <laughs> for me, it's all about finding affordable, top-quality healthcare options that can be tricky for sportsmen, entrepreneurs, and those who are self-employed. But Altrua HealthShare is a 501c3 organization that has been sharing medical needs for over 25 years. They're one of my title sponsors this year as I'm out fishing around the country. Altrua HealthShare is not insurance. However, it offers a power alternative to traditional insurance and skyrocketing costs. Thank God they were there when I had the flu this week. Sent me in the right direction, the right place to go, and uh, actually talked to a doctor, one of their on-call doctors that I called and made sure that that's exactly what I needed to do. Um, Altrua HealthShare. You can find out how much you can save by going to myshare.org, Altrua Health share where we care for one another coming up next we got your game warden field notes you don't want to miss it it is no we got news of the weird right oh yes 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 and yes, this is yes, a weird yes. one weird we'll, uh we'll get weird on the flip side it's the outdoor zone live at the bunkhouse 24 7 365 at the outdoorzone.com I'm Everstar Pro, Ron Sheffield, and I fish FLW. You're listening to the Outdoor Zone. Fish on. Up this morning before the sun, fix me some coffee and a honey bun. All right, welcome back. You're in the bunkhouse. We're always shopping for Mother Nature's grocery store. Fresh and delicious meats of every flavor, venison, pork, fowl, and even delicious bass. Post your shopping pictures with ours on our Facebook page, The Outdoor Zone. Welcome back to the Outdoor Zone. Hey, Austin's hottest new restaurant, Shore Raw Bar and Grill, has got the Sunday brunch happening today. You got to go over there and see the see this. It is over the chain. Our amazing friends are serving up at Shore are serving up regional coastal cuisine, combining flavors from Texas, Louisiana, and Mexico. <clears throat> they have the selection of oysters, incredible uh, live music every week. The, the today at the uh, brunch it's a jazz brunch you'll love it that sit out on that patio and enjoy your brunch there hey go see our friends over there rick Wahlberg and jim snyder at shore raw barn grill located at highway 71 west of covered bridge just west of the y and oak hill the shore raw barn grill go to shoreatx.com for all the details shoreatx.com for all the details shore raw barn grill go get your song now it's time for our news of the weird. Huh? Wild, weird, strange, and crazy things can happen in the outdoors. We seek them out and bring them to you each and every week. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's Outdoor News of the Weird. Well, so there's, you know, there's always these rumors, stories, these strange things that wash up on shore in a beach right um whether it's uh, bales of medical marijuana waste. or cocaine or uh you know some weird looking fish that came from the depths of of the ocean a wine bottle with a letter Aww. a message in a so bottle and uh yeah or a dead body ball a soccer ball with a face painted on it or a or a uh like the time i found the uh cremated cat Mm. (laughs) in the box right classic yeah a cat in the box yeah that was yeah interesting okay now it's what was what was really funny was when you just dumped it all out and took the box home put your marbles in it I gave it to you for Christmas. <laughs> it's for you for later, Dad. Keep this around. Hey, uh, so uh, 
World War II cargo from sunken German ship washed up on a uh, up in Texas nearly 80 years later. Padre, Padre Island National Seashore nesting sea turtles aren't the only thing coming ashore on Padre Island. Mysterious rubber bales are also wa washing up on the beaches. Padre Island National Seashore recently took to Facebook to explain the surprising origin of decaying objects that have been appearing on Gulf beaches since 2020. According to the National Park, the bales were on a German ship sunk by the U.S. off Brazil's coast during World War II. Man. Rubber bales like this one started washing up on Texas and Florida beaches in 2020, but before that, they were washing up on beaches in Brazil. Padre Island National Seashore wrote alongside a photo of one of the bales. The post goes on to explain that in January 1944, the SS Rio Grande, a German blockade runner, was carrying 10 copper cobalt crude rubber bales when it was spotted by USS Omaha and USS Juliet off the coast of Brazil. Realizing that they had been spotted, the crew of the Rio Grande abandoned the ship and its cargo after purposely trying to sink it, scuttle it. The seashore explained the Omaha and Juliet fired on the Rio Grande until it sank, sending its cargo into the ocean bottom where it was resting recently, uh, resting until recently. So how did the 200-pound bales make their way to uh, from Brazil to Texas? As the USS Rio Grande started to break up, the waterlogged rubber bales floated, from the ocean floated up from the ocean bottom to the north of Brazil current. The post continues from there. The bales stayed afloat in series of, in a series of northbound currents along the coast of South and Central America, around the Yucatan, and then finally into the Gulf of Mexico. Isn't, isn't that a, an incredible adventure? Have you ever thought, as a kid, I'm going to find something really cool when I go to a lakefront or you go to the ocean and you're walking along? Isn't that a dream of a young guy, young boy, to find that magical thing? Well, you could go, you could go to Galveston and, and there's boats that have sunk not just right there near the shore that are accessible and uh yeah i was watching i was fishing an area yesterday actually and i saw a dad and a son that were on the bank there was kind of an area that, that i guess they're repairing a portion of this lake or a bridge or something and so there's like an area that's kind of been excavated a little bit and they got uh, along the edge of the lake for a couple hundred yards. They have the sediment barrier, you know, the black sediment barrier kind of along the bank of the of the lake. So, you know, they've kind of been digging up and uh, scratching dirt in that general vicinity. And a dad and a son were actually walking around with the little hand shovels, kind of digging stuff up and looking for stuff. I saw the kid find a hammer. <laughs> while he was there yeah, the look, Dad. picked up a hammer i was like hey uh but i thought that was kind of neat you know like a interesting idea so i i would have never thought you know on a lake edge the lake's down right the water's way down and so uh and they've had commercial machinery around there scraping the dirt you know kind of breaking the the dirt up so it's easy to kind of sift through and you know Maybe they flipped over some different stuff, but they had a handful of stuff. I couldn't, of course, tell all what it was. Well, I wonder how they knew that there was stuff in the dirt in that area. Well, that's what I'm, I mean, I'm just, that's what I thought was interesting. Like, how, that was pretty smart that. Well, maybe it was you know, just an adventure and they invited him out yeah. to maybe go Dad walk planted away. the hammer there. Get away from the video games and go out and walk the shore and. The shovel, I mean, don't, great adventure. Don't ruin this childhood memory of mine of metal detecting oh, in gosh. our backyard and finding all that good stuff, Dad. That stuff was real. Yeah. And I have some metal detecting for you to do at the new place. <laughs> yeah. So my the new place that we have is built on partial landfill. And uh, depending on what project I'm working on, it's interesting to see what I run into. I'm just saying. <laughs> Giant bales of uh, of rubber yeah, it's balls. it's washed up. It's 
come underground through the dirt. It's migrated through the layers of dirt and it's from World War II. You it's know, it's just, you guys are, are ruining stuff. the whole adventure vibe of this. I mean, to, to know that there's stuff that washes up on shore and you can take a walk and you may find something. Isn't that just the adventure where of the lifetime you just go out uh, always the guy seeking that runs that. the runs the machine down the beach every day with the with the thing that combs the beach he finds all that stuff you'll never find it I, I like to believe that it's out there Cody I want to go walk on the south shore and and be like I'm gonna find a treasure be one with the sand in your no I'm gonna find a treasure feet. I'm gonna that lost treasure from uh, Lafitte La Tranchon. From I told you it's all barefoot. <laughs> I don't think I don't think that that's. Uh, I mean, I just. I mean, your odds are probably better to put five bucks down on the. See, that's what's different about us. I would leave the door expecting an adventure. I cannot wait to see what happens here because I, I won't be anything out there. Don't worry about it. Nah, it's lost here. Well, it's you're welcome to come dig around the uh, Blueberry Hill farm. I'll bring uh, some KOZ time. boys. We'll load them up. We'll come That's out right. there and we'll he be digging everything. He's uh -huh. got somebody else with the shovels. They See, need adventure. They need yeah. adventure, and they love it, man. I'll tell you, yesterday, before we started KOZ, we had uh, gotten a whole load of firewood, a downed oak tree, another one, TJ, another one. So it was my trailer was completely loaded up with all these big stumps and logs. And I was We've like been collecting be firewood for like 15 years. We live in Texas. Like it's only reasonable <laughs> to burn it like three days a year. Oh, we burn it every time we have a KOZ, brother. You got to have that cowboy TV. You got to have it smoking. I mean, I get you burn fires, but it's not like it's a necessity. So why do you need? And we do it every Tuesday night also. Plus what happened with the uh, whole uh, Freezilla? The freeze apocalypse. Come on, who had firewood? Who had it? Me. Who came over to right. my house and got some people? I didn't. No, yeah, you weren't invited. You didn't come all the way up over there. But, anyways, um, so yesterday, TJ, before we started, I was like, "All right, we got all these boys. There it is. Go run over there and unload that whole trailer." In 15 minutes, they had it all unloaded and stacked up. They figured out ways to for two little boys to put a big old log, roll it off the side. They were being ingenious, and what an adventure and hard work. I love it. I love it. Well, we uh, hey, beefsteak. Yeah, ditch the fast talk and the sticker <laughs> scam. Shop our truck month savings at Nile Maxwell GMC, where the price you see is the price you'll pay. Don't be fooled by some dealership advertisements that show you a lower price and put surprise aftermarket items on their cars to increase the price of the vehicle. Those are called addendums or dealer add-ons. Aftermarket options are available to you and will never be added prior to the purchase of your vehicle without consent. Nile Maxwell GMC. Exit 256 in Round Rock or online, NileMaxwellGMC.com. See dealer for details. And as always, you still have Nile's personal promise to beat any competitor's price in Central Texas. Just bring us their deal and we'll beat it. We are professional grade. Game Warden Field Notes up next. You don't want to miss it. It is the Outdoor Zone. We are live in the bunkhouse 24-7, 365 at American Blood Brothers, this is Ted Nugent on the Outdoor Zone, live from the bunkhouse with my blood brother, TJ. Whack them and stack them, would you? Welcome back, regulators. You're tuned in to the number one outdoor radio show right here on the Outdoor Zone Radio Network, available live on Sunday, 
24 uh, live on Sunday, 7 to 9, or 24-7-365, theoutdoorzone.com, on all your favorite podcast platforms. This segment brought to you by Keystone Bank. Experience the value of community banking where local matters. Come join the bank of choice for Austin community members, families, and entrepreneurs. We're Keystone Bank, founded by Jeff Wilkerson and his team and operated right here in Austin, Texas by locals just like you. That's why we're so invested in our community and its success. Banking at your fingertips anytime, anywhere. With both online banking and handy mobile apps, our cutting-edge banking technology makes accounting, account maintenance and transactions more convenient than, and secure. Simply log in online and download our app, sign in, and go. To learn more or get started with the Keystone account, visit one of our local locations in person, 11,500 B-Cave Road, West Austin, 500 Pressler Street, downtown Austin, or 900 Hutchins Avenue in beautiful Ballinger, Texas. Or just go to the website, keystone.bank, for all the information. Now it's time for our Game Warden Field Notes. These are the stories of the brave and courageous men and women of law enforcement, defenders of the outdoors. These are true Game Warden Field Notes. So there's a, a kind of a phenomena going on, and I first heard about it on Meat Eater podcast, and they were talking about how guys were accessing property that was public lands, and they could hunt on it, but they had to get across a private piece of property. Yeah, uh, landlocked. Yeah, Land- it was kind of like they had to get across a little corner or whatever, and some people were coming up with these, like, aluminum uh, ladders they were creating bridges to go up and over and uh it was highly ingenious and and there was landowners that were getting furious about it and they were taking out the ladders and doing all kinds of stuff and because they owned that property with you know backed by this landlocked public area so it was basically their you know they considered their property that's right. right that's right that's right. And, uh, but, and then there's <clears throat> some other guys that are out there and they're finding these little slivers of <clears throat> public land that are legal to hunt on. And I saw this story come up this week and I just thought, oh my gosh, it was brilliant and ballsy and Non-resident hunter pleads guilty to firearm charge after taking an elk outside a Colorado ski town. Although officials have determined that the hunter legally shot the elk on public land, he violated a local ordinance by carrying the rifle across a protected open space. When an out-of-state hunter shot a bull elk on a sliver of public land near Telluride's Valley floor last November, Members of the local community were outraged, although officials determined that he took the animal legally, hunters and not hunters alike criticized the out-of-stater who was forced to field dress and quarter the elk in front of a small audience after it ran down into the valley floor and died. (laughs) We talked about this. We talked about this on the show. I don't remember if you were on TJ, but we talked about this exact elk harvest. And I was online looking at public access lands in those general vicinities, trying to find out. I found a great place behind an elementary school. Um, no, I'm kidding. But you had to shoot over an elementary they, school. And, and what's no, what they're no, doing no. is they're finding these. They're, people are finding these, they're GPS coordinating these little slivers, these, these small tracks where this public land in these high elk population areas, this public land passes through and they're sniping elk out there and of completely legal. The guy, and of course that guy, and you guys reported on it. And of course that guy, his only 
snafu was when he walked down to his elk he was carrying his rifle and he crossed some public area that didn't allow you to have a rifle which i don't understand and they, that. And they got him on the way back too right that was their yeah, whole so, their whole so premise. yeah so he got a 500 dollars fine but you know to me it's like okay 500 dollars. well here you go um but i got an elk a monster elk um i mean i i didn't Are you, i didn't think it was do you I, think I this think is a nancy some, moment kind of thing where it's like they're just getting too protective i think there's i think there's two ways to look at it right as as a hunter i can see a lot of guys saying man don't hunt those elk on the other side of it i mean i i kind of applaud the guy for being ingenious and that he kind of figured out an area you know when you're in town and you're seeing these giant elk walking down main street during ski season while everybody's skiing you think holy cow i mean those are some elk and you figure out where those elk bed and you figure out where they go and then you realize it's public land and part of your area that you can hunt and if you can do it safely you know if you can make a safe shot ethical shot i mean i kind of applaud the guy in one sense for that right there are they mad homework are they just mad because he's from texas and he went up there and did this i just think it it just proves that it just pissed them off because that's like one of their, you know, that's like the pet elk, one of the pet elk herd. Well, that's why you don't, you don't ever name wild animals. You don't, <laughs> you know, you don't go down that road because it's, it's a, because you may want to eat them one day. You're humanizing wild animals is what it is. Humanizing wild animals. And that's what, when, when he got, when he field dressed it right there in front of all the people that ran off the ski slope, right? And their little vests and everything. That was part of the whole process, right? To show them this is what happens. This is what the wildlife was made for. I don't think he did for. it, though. From my understanding, he didn't do it like out of spite or anything. I think it was, here's some giant elk and here's public land that I can access. And I have a license for this section i can hunt this swap and i can kill this giant elk i heard that I think that's uh, what it is the guy that owns um what's that jimmy john's sandwich shop he d- has done a bunch of he's done a bunch he sold jimmy john's i guess but during his reign there he killed a bunch of animals uh did an elephant hunt and you know, i mean he's got all these social media pictures of him and the, uh, there was this guy that was that had posted a video and he was like, we should, I love a sandwich. I love Jimmy John sandwiches, but we should, we should never, you should never eat a sandwich or we should never go there again because, uh, because he kills animals and that's not okay. And, thinking, and what's in the so sandwich? What have you been eating right? there all these years? Yeah, yeah boy. <laughs> been eating a veggie, the salami? veggie. Yeah, a salad. Hey, hey, Not they're good. still killing those young, innocent vegetables. They're alive when they yeah. chew on them and they're screaming. Inside. I love the meme that came out. That's so true about the uh, killing all the groundhogs and all the all the grasshoppers on all the different things that die in the process of farming oh they get ground uh, up in the yeah. process yeah. yeah or sprayed or whatever to keep them off your vegetables that were growing uh all of these creatures that end up dying uh, because of growing vegetables and Hello. we eat it and we eat them you're gonna have to, everything that you have is gonna have to be made out of weed you're gonna have to have <laughs> marijuana shoes marijuana shirts hey i don't know where that came well because are you in california or for everything so i mean you just smoke a leaf off your jacket or something i don't know what you're gonna do but did you ask them tj while you're in arizona about the no uh uh, game cams that they can't use those anymore did anybody say anything Derek, my buddy that i'm staying with he's he's uh He's as far right 
as the world spins and he's a an avid bow hunter here uh killed two bear two monster elk you can see him behind me i mean he is a uh stud and uh and he was like these people have there it's not it's not um people who understand the fishing game it's some other um animal rights nazi group or something that's gotten in there and started making decisions and yeah it's it's ridiculous so they're laughing he it said, off he right? said if you he said if you're a hunter you can't have game camps but if you're a birder or if you're watching insects or any other thing as long as you're not a hunter but all the other ones can have cameras up so what Just decides that what if you're both yeah what if you're a birder and a hunter so you can't have a hunting license and have game cams? I don't know. That that may be the way. You they... get fined for it. That's my understanding. Maybe you don't buy your hunting license until, you know, right before you go to hunt. Right? So you have your game cams out, no hunting license. And then, well, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm not I'm making... pretty sure there's still a lot of game cams out, and I'm sure there's a lot of stuff going on it's a big old batch of woods out here buddies but it's just like big the tell you right thing there's going to be a certain small group of people that are going to try to reinforce it right the loud one percent they got the That's microphone of the world right now unfortunately well i think there's there's when it comes to finding little places to hunt and finding little places to fish and finding ways to recreate and creative ways people are finding out stuff they're thinking and to find those little spots to hunt to find those little spots to fish i think it's incredible and uh what also is incredible is no matter whether you own 10 acres or 10,000, you need to know about farmranchstore.com there's no better way to ensure a successful farmer ranch operation than to have well-built equipment that you can rely on for years to come from handling equipment to ranching equipment to fencing feeders and rodeo arenas we're proud to offer you top quality products available to the farm and ranch market today check out all of the best products at our friends place right there farmranchstore.com where the landowner goes to get the work done coming up a whole nother hour of the outdoor zone you do not want to miss it We've got your favorite segments coming up. It's the Outdoor Zone Live at the Bunkhouse, 24-7-365, theoutdoorzone.com. Make it right again, still it's not enough.